Welcome to Trinity Radio. What's over there? Did you see the aliens? I'm Braxton Hunter, and along with me is, whoops, all Jonathan of us. Jonathan Pritchett. Aliens, what? I don't know, you were looking over there at something. I thought I, my camera wasn't plugged in. Oh. But we're here now. Thank you all for showing up to hear us talk about new research as it relates to nuns and, in talking about nuns, atheists. Not nuns in uns but right nuns. not not catholic nuns but nuns that aren't catholic there you n-o-n-e-s go. and jonathan we're going to go ahead and tell you that if you think this is clickbait no there is there are a number of atheists that believe in things that if you're the sort of atheist particularly the naturalist type who likes the rn raw matt dillahunty sort of way of thinking about things might surprise you to find out what some atheists believe and i know i know atheism is just a position on one thing and it's a lack of belief in something and it's not a worldview i realize uh, that that all may be true depending on who you are and how you mean it and use it but we are going to talk about some strange i think some surprising things mm-hmm. that atheists turns out believe some of them yep all right so jonathan why don't you set this up for us well i think it was january 24th pew research came out with some information on the religious nuns and what they uh, think who they are that kind of thing and so they've actually lumped atheists and agnostics into the religious nuns but mm-hmm. then they put them in their own subcategories so they branch that out that way so when we say nuns we're, that could either refer to all of the nuns or it could refer to what they call nothing in particular versus those who self-identified as atheist or agnostic. Yes, and I also want to go ahead and clarify that the atheists, so you've got atheists and you've got agnostics and then you've got nuns. And all of those might be Well, you've got nuns. All of those are nuns. The Venn diagram is nuns is all of that. Yeah. And then atheists and agnostics, as you say, is a a subcategory, a slice of that pie. Yeah. Right? Okay, but if you, this is again where people say, why do we have to keep talking about it? Let's just get rid of it. But here's the thing. If you define atheism as one who lacks a belief in God, now I, I don't care to spend a lot of time on this, but if you do, I think atheists would appreciate me pointing this out, that if you are one of those that, that talks about it that way, <clears throat> then agnostics would also be, the, the number of atheists in this study would increase dramatically, or at least substantially, in line with how many agnostics there are, because they also lack a belief in God, right? But if you take the position of, no, an atheist is someone who maintains that there is no God, um, and then agnostics are people who, who are agnostic, then you kind of justify those two categories. But anyway, yeah, and well, they justify those categories namely because agnostics are allowed to say that they're agnostic, even if atheists want to pull them into their category. Right. So, as much as atheists would say, yeah, on this definition, agnostics would technically fit our definition of atheism. Mm-hmm. I also want to push back and say, but agnostics, they don't want to call themselves atheists. If they prefer to call themselves agnostic, then they get to choose if they identify. As an agnostic. Right. right. Or, yeah. <laughs> they get to choose her own identity yeah. like everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. so, so, okay. Um, choose your own adventure, which is interesting because when you when you shake this out, there's 258 million. You know, this is supposed to be represented as a sample of the U.S. is how this all works. Um, but, you know, there's 258 million adults. And if you take the number of uh, atheists, well, 28% are nuns. And 17%... Wait, 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 wait. 
28% of what are nuns? The total U.S. Um, population. Adults. Yeah. Okay. And so that shakes out uh, atheists being only 17% of that 28%. 17% of the 28% yeah. or a few percent for the whole Yeah, you have, nation. You have roughly 72,240,000 nuns. Okay. Not counting babies because they lack a belief in God. Right. This is, well, they're talking about adults. So in the <laughs> U.S. They do. Yeah, they're just talking about the adults they serve. Right, right, so right. the U.S. population, mm -hmm. 258 million. They are 72.2 uh, million of that pie. That's 28%. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're looking at atheists being 17% of the nuns, which is 17% of that 28%, mm -hmm. right? Uh of people, so this comes out to 17% of that 72, but it's only 4.7% of the total U.S. adult population. Agnostics would make up 5.6%. Okay. Percent of the, but taken together, like you, you were talking about, if we were to put them all in the same basket, agnostic atheists in the same bucket, uh, that's 10.3%, so 1 in 10. <clears throat> okay. Which, they, that's, that's up. So one in ten persons you speak to, it used to be adults, point five percent, you know, is either an atheist or an agnostic. right, okay. which is higher than it's been. Oh, yeah, we don't like that. Yeah, we, we don't want like that, that to go down. But it's still not. Not like, that we don't want agnostics to exist. We want the people to exist, right. As no longer agnostics or atheists, right? But I mean, the biggest chunk of that pie uh, is, of course, the the ones who just say nothing in particular. Now that could be there could be some atheists or agnostics in there. They, they did not self-identify as either, but it it could be the case that, you know, some of them who were either atheist or agnostic. Just didn't say? Just didn't say. So okay. we, we leave that All right, open. move on to the next thing. Yeah. What's the next big well, thing? Pull up the article and we'll start reading it. Okay. Uh, just so that give everyone some context of... of uh, of what we're doing here. Okay, the article is called Religious Nuns in America, Who They Are and What They Believe, and it's linked in the description. A closer look at how atheist agnostics and those who describe their religion as nothing in particular see God, religion, morality, science, and more. This is by Gregory A. Smith et al. And today, about 28% of U.S. adults are religiously unaffiliated, describing themselves as atheist agnostics or nothing in particular when asked about their religion. At Pew Research Center, we get lots of questions about this group, often called nuns. What do nuns believe? Are they opposed to religion? What are their views about science? Is their growth good or bad for society and why? The survey data shows most nuns believe in God or another higher power, but very few go to religious services regularly. Most say religious, uh, religion does some harm, but many also think it does some good. They are not uniformly anti-religious. That's good news. Most nuns reject the idea that science can explain everything, but they express more positive views of science than religiously affiliated Americans do. So they like science more than quote unquote religiously unaffiliated or religiously affiliated Americans do, but they reject the idea that science is is the way to explain everything. Yeah, and in, in it's jumped from explain everything. Yeah, and it's jumped from sixteen percent who were identifying as nuns back in two thousand seven to twenty eight percent. So the religious nuns is continuing its upward trajectory. That's not good. Though it it looks like if you want to pull up the graph, um, I'm looking at the graph. I know, but nobody else on our screen is looking at the graph. Um, so if you want to pull up the graph so that everyone can enjoy um, what we're looking at, if you look at the um, upward trajectory, um, 
Is it titled upward trajectory? It is, which it, in your file folder, that would be in alphabetical I'm order. literally looking. T-U-V. Oh, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, notice it, it it's steadily rising, and then there was a little... That little dip at the end, so it got as high. It got over thirty percent, but it has dipped back down. So. Well, that's good news. Yeah, I think how many? Okay, so that's 23, 20, yeah. What is that? Each notch is a year. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. So it's like twenty-two. It it got a little higher. That was good news. Yeah. So, um, but overall, the trajectory is not good. Okay, so that's bad. News. If you're concerned, so, if you're concerned about the uh, religious nuns as a category, which I think. I think as we go through the data, we're going to see that. Is it? Do you say data or data? Uh, however, the spirit moves. Okay. Data usually. Yeah. And in fact, here's some data that, coming. Yeah. Here's some data coming in. Stefan A gives us 65 sec. Thank you so much. If Eucharistic miracles are authentic, would it not validate RCC doctrines? Here is something I never do, especially to someone who just gave a super chat. And I'm so sorry to do this, but. We literally did an interview last week. I interviewed uh, a non-Catholic who believes that there is really good evidence for Marian apparitions and things like that that have a Catholic flavor. And uh, so we talk all about that in last week's episode. Uh, we could just for Jonathan, since he's here. Jonathan, what do you think about Marian apparitions and stuff? Uh, do you think there's good well, evidence? Well, this is for talking them? about Eucharistic miracles. <clears throat> yeah, but Mary. but we talk. But still, it's you know, it's in the same wheelhouse. What do you think? Would it not validate? Well, not necessarily validate. It just could be a thing. So it's it's it could correlate to certain beliefs that Catholics have about such miracles and mm -hmm. that's embedded in their doctrines, but not necessarily confirm Catholicism. Right. Or it could be yeah. like one of the things we talked about is maybe God just they want to meet him. They're trying to meet him in a particular way, so he like, I mean, condescends to it, that. It points to the confirmation of. I mean, does it not validate? Well. It can. It can validate those particular things if they are authentic, right? Yeah. But I take I take all of that stuff in the same way I take every every manifestation of a charismatic gift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but which is huh? to say case by case basis. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. And I'm a and you I'm a charismatic. Confirm, you know what it works against the notion that atheism naturalism is true. Yes. Right. Okay. So let's uh, let's keep. Oh, and thank you for this other super chat. While we're at it, real quick, um, thank you. A A E Numa says, "Hey guys, have you ever looked into Steven Pinker and his books, Enlightenment Now book for examples? Uh, let me now. He is one of the most eloquent thinkers and speakers. Future guest. Well, I have to look into it, and of course, I know who that is, but I haven't read his books. I'll be honest, Jonathan." No, I don't, I don't really okay, but thank you for that incredible super chat. So yeah, appreciate you, that, um, and thank you all showing up. Now, Jonathan, go ahead and continue on your exposition about this, or should we move on? Well, I, I just think it's interesting that that just from those first three bullet points, mm -hmm. right, from the article, um, they're not uniformly opposed to religion, right, right. Uh, now they do say that it does more harm than good. Yeah, but it, well, no, they don't say that. Uh, so, well, most say religion does does some, some harm, harm, but many also think it does some good. But there's a graph in here that shows uh, a good chunk of them okay. do, and then okay. of, yeah, 
You want me to keep going with this? Yeah. Surveys have consistently shown that many Americans view religion's declining influence in society as a bad thing. Nuns tend to vote less often, do less volunteer work in their communities, and follow public affairs at lower rates than religiously affiliated people do. But the latest data data shows that on a <laughs> variety of measures, lower rates of civic engagement are concentrated among nuns whose religion is nothing in particular. Atheists and agnostics tend to participate in civic life at rates matching or exceeding religiously affiliated now, ain't people. That Wait, Atheists and agnostics tend to participate in civic life at rates matching Matching. or exceeding religiously affiliated people. So of all the religious nuns, these none in particular is a new agnostics. uh, They they act like Christians when it comes to, or better. Yeah. (laughs) Or they're more involved. Atheists and agnostics are are, are the agnostic and atheist crowd, right, that, that, you know, make up 10% of the population. Mm They are as civic-minded when it comes to volunteering in the community, when it comes to voting and all of that. Um, Not bad citizens, you're saying. They're not bad citizens. You've heard it here, folks. Yeah. So, yeah, atheists get props, and Mm -hmm. we're not, you know, uh, we want to give them props. And and if if you're one of the um, religiously affiliated people, namely if you're a Christian and an atheist is out doing you and volunteering to help your community— Get your act together. That's right. I mean, don't be showing high up five no to that atheist, yeah. but but we need to represent. But all of these nothing in particulars yeah. overall, and generally, are are less uh, active in that. Here are eight of the questions the article says we received most often, along with brief responses. Click the links for more information. Blah blah blah. Okay, real. Okay, look, look at this. This is fantastic. Jay Tizzle is in the house mm-hmm. and says. Thank you. Do you guys think that even though atheists define their view as a lack of belief in God, that still exists <coughs> in atheistic worldview? Like, does do I still qualify that as atheism? Like, I first of all, let me just say, when it comes, if I'm understanding your question right, like regardless of what they say, do I still put that in the atheist category? Is what I'm understanding you to ask, unless Jonathan corrects me or has some deeper insight. And when I look at that, what I what I'm what I'm thinking is. And as I said in my debate with Matt Dillahunty a few years ago, that whenever I'm talking to someone, I don't really care what they call themselves. I care what they mean by what they call themselves. So for what we do on this channel, where mostly we're trying to encourage people to have these kind of discussions and maybe try to reach others for Christ, just it's more important what 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 are they actually saying than, you know, that's why I encourage people to ask questions like, uh, what's the meaning of life? What happens when we die, if anything? What, uh, how do we get here? Because these will help you kind of figure out, despite the label, what a person actually really does believe. Now, <coughs> a person who is an atheist is, uh, in terms of apologetics, is, is uh, looking for evidence for God or is ready to be presented evidence for God. So is an agnostic. So to that end, I kind of treat them the same. But I think there's a relevant difference between someone who lacks a belief in God and someone who maintains a position that God does not exist. And I think that it is a substantial enough difference to uh, drive a wedge between both of those calling each other atheists. And we had an interview with um, Steve McRae, who wrote an article about this and went over it. And um, I would just encourage people to go check that out. Yeah, and I agree with him, though, that if you are going to identify as an atheist, you can go with this lack theism all you want, but you still have a a burden yourself. And I think that that's a very helpful conversation that I wish more atheists would understand. Yeah. Um, All right, so... Shout out to Congress. Well, indeed, though, that that was one of my thinking about the civic activity of atheists and agnostics among their peers in the 
the nuns category is that you know we see this atheist church idea or a lot of atheists like my friend aaron martin will honestly go, atheist i yeah. had it just up on the screen shout out to congregation yeah. of humanism well that's why i'm talking says. about it because my friend aaron for example um he's an atheist friend of mine on uh facebook friend he uh, he and i go way back and he attends a unitarian universalist church mm-hmm. because he wants he came from a christian background but he still wants that kind of community yeah. aspect of what what church offers and i i would suspect as we've we've had previous shows on uh way back when uh on the idea of atheist churches and kind of duplicating that and you know they go sing imagine from john lennon or whatever it is they do and i would think that this kind of that community aspect is where that civil uh sense of duty grows out of okay yeah yeah all right sounds good let's keep trucking with this yeah Um, let's get to the cool stuff who are the nuns and how are they defined do we need to see that? Well, we've already talked about okay. the why are nuns non-religious? Yeah, why are when they? asked directly why they are non-religious, two thirds of nuns say they question a lot of religious teachings or don't believe in God. Many also bring up criticisms of religious institutions or people, including forty-seven percent who say that one extremely or very important reason why they are not religious is that they dislike religious organizations, and thirty percent say bad experiences they've had with religious people help explain why they are non-religious. Now, um, I, do, I wish you didn't have those bad experiences, but I, I do want to say, as lovingly as I know how to, I don't know how I don't like these organizations, or even I've been hurt by a member of the organization, should speak to the truth of the that the organization is, is presenting, or even that that is an organization that you should probably be a part of. I mean, for example, I don't, I, I, I'm, uh, what did they say? Um, that they're let me bring up the critical extremely or very important reason is they are not uh, they they dislike these organizations. I dislike hospitals in in the sense that I'm glad they exist and I I'm really glad we have them. But I dislike being in hospitals, <laughs> and I've been hurt by people in hospital. They've told me things about my weight that I didn't want to hear. Now, There's obviously, kind of like me that neither, neither <laughs> one of those things speak to whether I should go to that hospital. Uh, or whether what they're telling me is true. And I just think that needs to be stated. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, yeah. I, I find that interesting because when you talk about um, the number of people that we're talking about here, we could throw out percentages that if you go back up to that graph, uh, you know, no, 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 down, 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 there. Okay, so most nuns cite disbelief or skepticism. And we talk about, you know, 60% of these nuns I mean, that shakes out to 43,344,000 adults in the United States of America who are questioning a lot of religious teachings, right? And the 32% uh, don't believe in a God or higher power, um, which, you know, is an odd percentage of saying that's one of their main reasons because that leaves a 5% difference between the atheist agnostics in total at 37%, and this is only only 32% are saying they don't believe in God or a higher power as... That is interesting. As the main... As, as a as a extremely or very important reason for why they are non-religious. So that, that lets me know that at least 5% of atheists or agnostics are, you know... What? That's not an... The reason they're not religious is has nothing to do with God. 
Oh, right. As an extreme out of that number. Now, I mean, the the majority of them, right? So that's sixty eight percent of the nuns, therefore, uh, didn't cite that at all, mm-hmm. right? So I just think that that's pretty interesting. We're talking about a lot of people, uh, you know. Uh, but now we're really coming to yeah. the issues I, that are the, surprising, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, but one of the things that, well, I was kind of surprised about a lot of this because when you talk about almost 40 million people in the United States, um, 39,732,000, right? Um, 55% of the people interviewed have a problem with either religious people that's that graph uh that, that we're looking they're not looking at it but um, unfortunately but we could i can it put up. it up yeah you gotta tell me um which one this one no um the one we were just looking at oh daggummit uh why they aren't religious. yes thank you that that 55 percent have a problem <laughs> With either the organization of religious religions <clears throat> or religious people themselves, they've had a, you know, 30% say that they've had a bad experience, which, to be honest with you, I, I kind of thought that that would have been higher. Yeah. You, if, if we're Just to, because you hear it so often. If we believe, if we yeah. believe TikTok, you know, I mean, yeah. it's like, it seems like all they are is talking about, but that turns out to only be 30% of the overall, the nuns. But the net is still 55%. So over half of them have a problem with either the people or the institutions. And I think that 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 kind of, that's a sentiment that has been around for a long time that I think goes back prior to the emergence of the nuns, right? I think it goes back to when... Yeah, the boomers said that kind of thing. Well, they were, hence all the non-denominational churches Mm -hmm. that have sprung up that are basically Baptist churches, but, you know, Mm -hmm. non-denominational. because that's kind of sentiment that goes back. Or either. Assembly of God. Sometimes they're like Assembly of God. Yeah, well, yeah. Everyone likes the AOG. So, okay. Uh, let's see. Thank you again for this. Jay Tizzle says, to clarify, atheists say that they don't have a worldview because they lack belief. But that seems nonsensical. Naturalism is atheistic, for example. All right. Now you're getting into territory. Let's let me just clear off a spot and just say something real quick about the notion of atheism as a worldview. Way, way back and back and further back than that on this channel, I did a video on atheism and is it a worldview? That's what it's called. It's in the yellow period for this channel as you're looking at thumbnails. And in that episode, I, I, I took a look at what Pew Research had found that atheists, people that identify atheists, like what their political leanings and other leanings are. And what we found was there was great unity among atheists. If someone is worldview includes atheism, or if, if you like, does not include theism, um, then what ends up happening is typically a range of at least political things that are very similar that speak to underlying ideas. So uh, is it when you remove theism from a worldview, there is there are certain features that that do send, tend to uh, seem to be similarities across people who have that. Who, who have walked away from God and have atheism or have no theism. So uh, so in that sense, is it a worldview? I think loosely you can almost point to that as, as a group of people that have more similarities than just the lack of belief in God. Um, but for, to your question specifically, not all atheists are naturalists. And that is a relevant point because we're going to get to that here in just a moment. 
in this very <laughs> yeah. report. So very so, surprising uh, information coming yeah. up. So that's an important thing to keep in mind. Thank you for super chat. And Tim, the ancient is back Yay. and says another name for this demographic could be called the can't be bothered with important questions crowd. <laughs> well, Tim but, the but actually, yeah, they can further investigation for sure. I mean, you know, uh, that's the thing when it comes to some of this data I, and I encourage anyone that's that's just interested in what we're talking about to click on the link to the article and explore uh, really mull over all of the the graphs in there don't just read the top page but it branches off into several different pages to break down each category of those eight questions right mm -hmm. and there's a lot of information that I think both Christian like if you're in this YouTube space if you're into apologetics you're into evangelism or you're an atheist mm -hmm. and you're trying to do your your what do they call them counter evangelism or counter apologetics counter apologetics or whatever there's a lot of information in here that I mean I think that would be surprising to both sides so I'm going to pick on the Christians uh, here today too I've already done a little bit of that that you should obviously be uh, as or more helpful in your community than the atheists right. are uh, but I think atheists and Christians can also say that these uh, nothing in particulars the largest mm -hmm. chunk of that mm -hmm. of the nuns uh, they need to step up you know. Yep. Uh, all right. So, MJ, thank you so much. MJ was on a show with us last week on this channel on Thursday. And will be tomorrow night. And will be tomorrow night. We'll uh, hope you'll do that. Also, check out a video I'm going to release tomorrow on Taylor Swift, and uh, she has a big problem with God. She may have a big problem with God. And also, uh, back on the Marian apparitions real quick and other related issues, um, Obrando says, guys, the apparitions and Eucharist miracles are very real and demonic. So this was one of the ideas that was presented last week on the show, the interview with Caleb Jackson. So um, we laid out several things. Caleb doesn't like that approach, but it is certainly a resource we have in our worldview. Yeah. Well, I uh, also, yeah, I things. also accept the fact that some of, some of those could be demonic, just as some of the uh, manifestations of any of the charismatic gifts could also be a... Mm -hmm. That's why I'm saying you have to you have to take these things on a on a case by case basis. All right, um, are all nuns non-believers? Yes, this is this is what I think is important. And no, not all nuns are non-believers, Jonathan. They are far less likely than religiously affiliated Americans to say they believe in God, as, as described, described in the, in the Bible. Bible. But most do believe in God or some other higher power. Just 29 percent, Jonathan, reject the notion that there is any higher power or spiritual force. Yeah, and in I the have universe. This the nuns don't belong, not even mostly, to the atheists. No, they, they, well, I mean, if 13% um, of the nuns believe in God as described in the Bible, right? 56% mm -hmm. believe in some other kind of God or higher power, okay, mm -hmm. of, the, of the religious nuns. Now, 29% believe in neither, and then 2% are unclear, which at best is 31%. Yeah, um, uh, that don't believe in a higher power. Yeah, which is which, which if you go back, if you go back to the thirty-seven uh, percent of atheists and agnostics taken together in the same bucket, which yeah. you know they they parsed them out. We're going to too many numbers. It's too many numbers. Yeah. but I'm mean, just saying I think that that's interesting. But if you if you look at that, look at the number of Christians or religiously affiliated people, and I think they break this down overwhelmingly Christian. If you go back up. Um, if you're religiously affiliated, 
41% believe in God as described in the Bible, right? Yeah. And so the 19% that believe in the higher power and and 40% that believe in neither that are religiously affiliated strikes me as somewhat odd that, that, uh, you know, the the bulk of that has got to be Christians that would be identified in the United States of America as religiously affiliated. Mm -hmm. It's still the case. So not even half of that bunch believes in God as described as the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. That is that <laughs> that is something that um needs to be uh be fixed. But you there. don't have a clear like response to that. You're just saying, "Look, yeah. that's scary." Yeah. And what's okay. interesting about the religious attendance, right? I mean, 90% of the nuns never either seldom or never attend. Mm-hmm. They're never going to church. Mm-hmm. Right? And then 3% uh will go monthly, 7% uh will attend a few times a year. That could just be weddings and funerals, for right, 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 right. But, but I do also want to point this out: that ninety percent of these nuns mm-hmm. who identify mm-hmm. don't ever go anymore confirms something you and I have been talking about on the program: that the people who are still in church, you know, we used to always hear the church is the biggest mission field and blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. we kept saying, nah, I mean, it's there's no social advantage to still going to church for most people in most places in the United mm-hmm. States, and so that the overwhelming number of people who are still showing up for church on Sunday mornings or even once or twice a month, they mean it. Yeah. Right? Because that doesn't leave a lot of people left in the United States who are just pretending in the, right. you know, because so many... It does these, clear the deck a little bit. Yeah, it does clear the... It's, are it's, nuns it's, spiritual instead of religious? Some nuns are indeed spiritual. About half say spirituality is very important in their lives or say they think of themselves as spiritual. Most nuns believe animals other than humans can have spirits or spiritual energies, and many say this is true of parts of nature such as mountains, rivers, or trees. But these spiritual identities and beliefs are not unique to nuns. In fact, by many measures, people who identify with a religion tend to be just as spiritual or even more spiritual than nuns. Well, yeah. Yeah, so let's break that down. I have a chart on this because they, they they had another graph uh, about the spirituality of of what they consider themselves, right? As whether important or or not important, it's that spirituality JPEG. Uh, yep. All right. So I, I think this is interesting that. Um, 20%, right? Somewhere in there is what it says. Uh, oh, you need to see it, don't the, you? The net, yeah, I wear glasses for a reason, right? So you have 20% uh, have a net of atheists have this net view that they think spirituality is very important or think of themselves as spiritual. Yeah, 20%. Yeah. And 41% of agnostics. So that's with the 13% that say very or somewhat, or the not two, they're pulling a little bit from that 86% to get the figure of 20. And so you have 20%, that's one in five atheists who consider themselves spiritual, but yet I have no idea what that means. Well, you know, you could be an atheist Buddhist and be spiritual. Or you could be, well, you could be an atheist Wiccan. You could believe you're interacting with spiritual stuff, but just not know from whence it comes or have some sort of... Right, and those numbers go up to forty-one percent when we're talking about agnostics. But overwhelmingly, the uh, the nothing in particulars are like sixty percent of them consider themselves spiritual. Mm. But let's let's look at uh, the religiously affiliated down at the bottom. Let's let's pick on us, right? 
net 79% of religiously affiliated people, if you break that down into Christians, it's still that same 79% figure. That's 21% of Christians who self-identify as Christians. Don't 21% don't really consider themselves to be spiritual. It's just not that important <laughs> at all. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just weird. It now, is. now look at the number. Evangelical is, is like higher than Catholic. It's higher than like mainline denominations, right? Um, yeah. But it's on par with the historically black Protestant churches. Was which, this in the article, or did you pull this from somewhere? No, else? that's in the, that's in the subdata. Okay, okay. Right, you have the top sheet that we're that you're reading from right now, mm -hmm. and then there's all that subdata that I was encourage everyone to go look at because it's. I mean, maybe we <clears throat> geek out on this stuff. That's why we have the lab coats on for the thumb. But I mean, I I think that there's important stuff here. I do. I think uh, you're right. for everybody to to learn but but there's another thing that i want to look at that i want to pull up because we were talking about the animals and the and it even gets into not just nature but it gets into like magic crystals and things like that so oh, really uh, yeah no i i pulled Retin the, link I, type I, stuff i, I pulled <laughs> well what are they because they would be in the nuns category but what well, ret landed on a religion uh that he, he invented that he invented where there's well not really that there's ideas just floating in the ether and if you don't grab one, then somebody else will. And this is consonant with the notion that when you uh, write a story or write a song or come up with an idea, it almost feels like you're discovering it rather than yeah. creating it. Now and I then, don't. And then Link came up with an animal religion where he gains religious teaching from his animals. Now it's important to point out that being <clears throat> spiritual mm -hmm. or believing that you have a spirit or believing in spiritual energies could. Yeah. There's no definition given for yeah, that. Yeah, what does that mean? What is that? What What does that mean? We know what that is on our view. What is that for y'all? What is right? it on our view? What do what, you mean? What is a spirit? No, we know what we. Yeah, we know what that means. What do what we does think? What spiritual mean? Okay, that's what you say. No, I know what we mean on Christianity. I thought you said. I thought you meant you. No, say, we know on our view what it means. Yeah, but what I thought do you were you saying mean? we know what we think they mean. I don't know what, what I think they mean. Actually. In many cases, <laughs> what I think it actually means, like in the Katy Perry sense, I'm sorry, Katy Perry, that's not very nice to Katy Perry, but I think what, it's like a necklace, basically. Yeah. It's an aesthetic. It's, <clears throat> I, I don't want to say, I, I don't really know what to say. I don't want to say I'm a Christian. That's a big right. price tag anymore in, in that culture, in that world. So what? I'm, you know, I'm spiritual. And I don't know that there is much content to that. I think it's a necklace that is worn. Right. It's adorned. an accessory. It's, I, I don't want to sound like I, I am soulless. So I want to say that I'm spiritual so I can, so I can sound deep and interesting without having to use any effort to explain myself. Right. Right. So it becomes a catch-all term. But, but Honestly, atheists, say, and he's an atheist, an honest one, says, I've never understood a functional definition of spiritual myself and would not use it unless someone defined it in a specific way that aligns with my naturalism. Well, yeah. naturalism is essentially just the only thing that exists is material. Yeah. And so what? what if nothing else, I think— Spiritual should at least refer to something ethereal or non-corporeal or something. But if you pull up that graph, because let's look, let's look at this, because honestly, atheists might get annoyed by this. Um, I, I find it delightful. Pull up. Um, pull up what? Which thing? Uh, an article? image. No, an image, the from, image. from the article. Now I'm panicking. We now are, I'm panicking. We are, I'm not going to be able to accomplish the task. Yeah, you can accomplish it. Okay. <laughs> there, it there it is. Pull that folder up. 
Okay. Non-human spiritualism. What? Non-human spiritualism. Am I for that? I guess I'm for that. Well, I believe animals. Look at, yeah, I mean, but what's funny is, okay, so remember the percentage of, of atheists that did not consider themselves? Only 20% of atheists considered themselves to be spiritual or it's important <clears throat> to them or whatever. But 33% of atheists... Here it is. Here's the thumb. Yeah. 33% of atheists definitely consider animals to be spiritual beings. Whatever that means. They think that animals have more spirituality or spirit energies, whatever that means. What does it mean? Than, what does it mean, honestly, atheist? Kevin. Kevin DeTradcath. Kevin... Kevin, who used to be Catholic, what does it mean? What does it mean? What 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 are these? Make it make sense, you atheist. Yeah, you're not spiritual, but what are the? But you believe that animals have spirit energies or are spiritual? Explain that one to me as an atheist, because there is a. I mean, there's a thirteen percent increase there that you know twenty percent of atheists are like I'm not it's this spirit. You know what stuff? I love about this, Jonathan? This is one of those few moments where. There was what I feel was some pretty decent clickbait on the thumb, <laughs> but it really wasn't clickbait. It there really was a crazy thing that thirty three percent believe. Yeah, for, over not three, crazy, but it's just shocking. Shocking. I believe it. I believe they're spiritual beings, but I but but I'm shocked that they also. Yeah. Believe. I mean, you know. Honestly, atheists though, why don't you you? I understand why you're a naturalist. You can't affirm spirit dogs. <laughs> dogs have spirits or have a spiritual aspect to them. Spiritual energies that are getting... Yeah, spiritual energies, but... Um, spirit energies is, I think, the phrase that they... If you held my dog or Jonathan's dog, I would think you're just lying if you say that. Yeah. Because they're definitely all And as spiritual. I've stated repeatedly, I believe my dog, Oliver, is in heaven for dogs and all dogs go to heaven. We've, oh, we Brando, uh, oh, Brando, I'm with you on this one, pal. I'll, I'll go with you on it. Uh, it means new age, guys. I, yeah, absolutely, much. which is a song I've been singing for a long time, viewers, that that is a bigger issue than the 10% of people who identify as Yeah, how is this one Kansas? But this one is not our Kansas. Make it make <laughs> sense, America. Come on, don't pick on my state. Okay. All right, but it, it, it goes on. I wish you wouldn't have pulled that graph down because now we're going to get into um, the numbers go down slightly. But, you know, 59% of agnostics... Uh, and and 68% of the nothings in particular, it, go back to the non-human spiritualism slide again. Um, you know, they, they, they affirm that. Now, Christians, uh, 54%, right? So that's fewer percentage of Christians believe that than agnostics. I can't... I, I, people haven't been listening to Trinity Radio, I suppose, because we, we talk about... And we need to get Eric on here to talk about... Or, failing getting J.P. Moreland to talk about the, the souls of animals, right? Um, but I think that that's interesting. Catholics uh, on, on the animals other than humans, higher than the, the, the Protestant percentage. But atheists, also there's 26% um, of atheists, so more than 2 in 10, are going to believe that the nature, rivers, and mountains, and the trees are all having spirits. How many? Or spir 2 in 10 atheists? Well, 26%, so over 2 in 10. Uh, atheists believe that. 55%, over half. Agnostics believe that, that um, mountains and trees and rivers and... This just goes back... I mean, people pick on Paley all the time, right? People... I mean, but... You know, you just 
when you are in awe of transcendent beauty, it is hard not to. Yeah, y'all got to do something. About evoke that. something transcendental. Y'all got to make us not be in awe so much. Right. Pe- people get in awe really easy with nature. Now here's a fun one: awesome. cemeteries and memorial sites. Right. Ghosts and goblins, I suppose. But like, there's some sort of spiritual thing. Oh, they asked him about spirit. that. Yeah, I mean, if you want. Oh, to I bet a bunch of unbelieving. You ghosts. keep pulling it now. What, you want to go back to that same one? It's all on the same thing that you just had on non-human, which, I mean, cemeteries have non-humans now. We're we're not talking about pet cemeteries. We're talking about cemeteries, so I don't know why they have this categorized as non-human spiritualism. But anyway. There you go. Yeah. Uh, What did you want to say? For atheists, the number goes down again, right, to 18%. I thought we were going to talk about ghosts. Well, that's cemeteries or other memorial sites, right? Uh, 18% believe that they have spirits or spiritual energies. More atheists believe that dogs have spirits or spiritual enemies than ghosts. You didn't know that. You thought it was the other way around. Wait. So they're saying with this cemeteries or other memorial sites... Give off spirits or spiritual energies. Ghosts and stuff you might see at a cemetery. Okay. That's that's not really explicit. Yeah. Uh, they 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 can have spirits or spiritual energy. So I'm just I'm saying ghosts because I'm wondering what else they'd be talking about at these memorial sites having. But but more more. Once again, more atheists believe that animals have spirits or spirit energies than believe in ghosts and memorial sites and graveyards giving off vibes. But agnostics people and, have seen experiential, anecdotal evidence for animal spirits in the relationships they've developed with their Yeah, but it's still interesting that nothing in particular is, you know, all the numbers go down as you go across to the final one. Uh, Certain objects like crystals, jewels, or I guess that meant stones, like precious stones. 9% of atheists say, heck yeah. Heck yeah, they're all about that. They're all about the the magical healing crystals that you put on your back. And 29% of nuns in general. Yeah, 29% in general, uh, 25% of agnostics. So the agnostics are higher on the all of those categories uh, than the atheists, and then the nothing in particular are higher in all of those categories. More women in the nuns in general believe in all of this stuff than the male nuns. But the male nuns, which sounds odd to say, <laughs> the male nuns believe... I'm kind of surprised that 20% of male nuns believe certain objects like crystals, jewels, or stones? No, 20% of the male nuns. I know, I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised that... that One in five nuns. Yeah, because I think of the crystal thing being more of a feminine expression or something. You know, I don't know. Anyway. I, I couldn't tell you, but I mean, that's not my thing, but if you... But, but pull that up again. It, my point. You keep, Are you serious? Yes, you keep We got to the end. No, we didn't get to the yes, end. Yes, we did. No, because we're going to pick on... Uh, my southern accent is going to start coming No, out. because we're going to be nice and talk about how many Christians believe in um, energy crystals. What is that? Where More Christians believe in energy crystals and healing rocks than atheists. Th- then... And then male not more than not more than nuns, but almost as much as nuns. Well, I mean, 25, 23 percent and 25 percent on the agnostics. But man, there's a whole bunch of Christians. There's 50 percent. Half of Christians believe your cemeteries, other memorial sites. 
giving might, off spirit energies. Might run or, into some <laughs> bad spirit energy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Parts of nature yeah. might run into some spirit energy. Yeah, 43%. Now, I can understand the cemeteries. Oh, here that, we go. And the animals, I get that. But that high of 46%. Or what the Catholics 43%? believe in that stuff more than the Protestants. Yes. All the way across the board. Yes. Um, the mainline believes it more than the evangelicals. All the way across the board. Yeah, across the board. Yeah. Historically black. Well, that's, I mean, they've, that's all the rainbow sparkle creeds and stuff. And they're putting their, yeah. their good vibe. Historically black everywhere. Protestants are believing it more, you know, all this stuff more. We're pretty well the same on whether animals or other humans have it. Yeah. Because we both have ex- access to the same body of evidence, animals. Yes. Yeah. So there's your. Can I leave this now? Yes, you can. But like I said, I want to show how many Christians believe in magic rocks. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, like I said, there's there's stuff in here for everyone to learn from. Okay. Um, believe in. I can believe in it. I can believe there's demonic stuff like that. I can believe. Now there. Now we're going to get into the. Um, does religion do more harm than good, or is it equally good and bad? And then the the science question. Um, of that survey that I, I found interesting. And I also found morality to be very interesting as well. So when it comes to science, uh, one of the things that I, I, I saw about this is that between between the um, Christians and the nuns, and then all three categories of the nuns, which remember they have nothing in particular, agnostic and atheist, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Only 35% believe the natural world um, is all that there is, okay, when it comes to what is in the world. Now, what do they consider to be a natural part of the world? I don't know. Um, yeah, we're going to go into the science part. Okay, right? most nuns say science does more good than harm in American society. On average, nuns are much more positive about science than are religiously affiliated people. At the same time, most nuns believe there are limits to what science can do. For example, 44% of nuns say there is a scientific explanation for everything, while 56% say there are some things science can't possibly explain. Now, yeah, and by there's the way, a bit of interpretation in this. Hold because, on, hold on. 21% okay. They break it down further, and I have that. That I have that. If you want to pull it up, but or they can just no. believe me that twenty one percent of the atheists believe that science can't explain everything. Yeah, but and forty five percent of the agnostics said that science can't explain but everything. But depending on how they mean this question and how it was asked, it and and I think this without me knowing more, it makes it useless for me. This information because if you asked can if you asked anyone being honest, can science explain it everything? And you meant by that, given what we have right now, can we explain everything with science? Well, no. But in principle, could everything be explained scientifically? Now, that's a bit of a different question. Not the 9% of atheists that are carrying the banner for magic rocks. They're going to tell you that (laughs) science can't explain it. They might think science could explain that. Okay. You know, Matt Dillahunty always says, well, you know, if if you could measure it, if if it's real, science uh, theoretically could find a way to record it, measure it, talk about it, and then it would be part of science. The, the Thor answer, right? Yeah. Science can just look like magic. It's right. the same thing. Right, okay. Uh, there, that's for you, Tim Stratton, 
a Marvel Cinematic Universe reference, right? Yeah. But yeah, must have been because I. But uh, as far as believing that science can does uh, more good than harm, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, a large number of, of Christians uh, believe that. Only 5% of nuns say more harm than good, science does. Hmm? It says 5% of nuns of nuns say, say it yeah, does more harm Yeah, if you pull up the good. science good. Uh, but those are the ones who are thinking of, like, the nuclear bomb and stuff. Yeah, but if you, if you pull up that uh, the image of, that I, I have, the science good, uh, you can— Really? Okay. You can pull it up so that everyone can see, because I know there are some of you that's like, I can't wait to dig at this, and then most of you are like, well, show it to me now, because I'm not going to read that whole article. So science good. Yeah, science is good. I labeled this, right? Science does more good than harm. Atheists overwhelmingly think so. Agnostics, the next big bunch. The nothing in particular, only 46%. So that's less than half in the non-atheist, non-agnostic group. Now, Christian, science does more good than harm. Only 39% believe that. Christian, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Religiously affiliated Christians, 39% say science does more good Mm -hmm. than harm. That's ridiculous. 9% says science does more harm than good, and 51% of Christians have the balanced view that it does equal amounts of Make that make sense to me. Argue that point, Pritchett. Let's just clear off the spot here for a minute. And tell me, try to convince me that science does more harm than good. Because I think that's a stupid Only point. 9% of Christians believe that. No. Oh, no. Yeah, because science does more good than harm. Yeah. What? Right. Who says Christians, oh, 39% of Christians say that? Yes, and 9% of Christians say science does more harm than good. Okay, but that doesn't make sense. And then 51% say it does equal amounts of good and bad. Yeah, but the 39%... Are you telling me only 39? Wait a minute. Science does more good than harm. That seems obvious. Are you telling me 39% of Christians won't, only 39% are willing to say that science does well, more good than harm? Science tells them that the earth is 50 billion years or 4 billion I years wonder old. If these the numbers, I hate to say this, but I wonder if these numbers would have been the same before the global experience we all had for the past several years. I wonder if these numbers would be different. Oh, that's the, the Fauci-Auchi whiners. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> I was explicitly, purposefully ambiguous. Well, but it, but it could be that. It could be, well, they're teaching people evolution, and evolution's wrong, and I just don't listen to that this. inspiring that, yeah. philosophy in the Catholic. Okay, while well, they go take the medicines that science produced for the, the you know, I mean, I, I don't, I am a very conservative Christian, but I think that's really sad. Too low. Well, but, I mean, 51% say it does equal amounts of good and harm, and that's compared to 45% of the nothings in particular. Um, 17% of atheists agree. 17% of atheists think uh, it's about equal. (laughs) Yeah, now this is, like I said, slam our end. I did say this. Now, the way I think some people get there is to say, okay, but what about something like Hiroshima? Okay, now... That is a different category. That, that's what I said a moment ago. When I said you could try to convince me, this is the route you'd want to go to try to convince me, I think. And then, of course, we'd have to get into a very— this could get into a very interesting debate about— and where we'd have to actually look at some numbers to figure out some of these answers. Yeah, I mean, science. You could, there's always the, well, 
when we stack up the body count, I mean, right. Hiroshima kind of... That's goes, pretty big, but then you got to talk about... That's a about, huge counterweight for the... It, of course it is. I think that's relevant, but it's also relevant to consider, uh, you know, inoculations and things like that that have resulted in entire groups of people living. All right, let's, uh, let's look at... What about... Of how, course, then you have to include stuff like abortion too yeah, now, now so, let's pull up the religion well wait a minute Derek I want, I want to talk to Derek here he oh, says wow. I've been saying since 2018 we need to focus more on a po- more apologetics on the new age and Jonathan never agreed by the way Carl <laughs> Tick crib is the goat for that all right right on man okay and and your buddy from England um, oh my gosh I cannot believe that I'm I'm so sorry I'm your name is escaping me what um, I She's a she's into this new age stuff. I mean, she's an apologist who, who talks about this all the time. And her name oh, is Melissa escaping. Doherty. No, no, but I don't know. I feel Just really bad. That I am so sorry if Dead she's air. watching. Yeah, <laughs> your name is escaping me. I do this with my own kids, though. So I mean, you can't take it too personally, mm-hmm. right? I didn't forget my grandson Clayton's name, but pull up religion bad, religion the religion bad sticker because um, what the religious bad image why did i say sticker um what are you talking about i named all of the <laughs> jpegs that i saved for this that you <sighs> yeah hey they popped back up over there in your overlays i don't care you what, don't where care. is it what's it bad well morality it, it, religion bad religion, religion bad. here comes bad religion religion bad. is bad right it's a yeah yeah Okay, so I, I named it that. Um, 73%. Now, here I'm going to go the other way. Come on, 7%, only 7% of atheists think more good than harm. Well, it's religion, right? We're not specifying well, Christianity. Tom Holland hasn't been, you know, maybe he needs to promote, promote his book better. <laughs> well, it is religion, though, in general. So, okay, among yeah. Christians. 73% of atheists think religion has done more <laughs> harm than good 51 percent of agnostics believe that and 33 percent so the numbers go down the less atheist you are right that's not surprising because only nine percent of christians believe that uh it's done more harm than good but that i could have a guy explain to me why religion writ large has done more harm than good and and have a fine conversation about that question uh, we would be more interested in is Christianity done more harm? Right, than but uh, 54% believe that it's done more good than harm. So just over half of Christians believe that religion has done more good than harm, right? So we, yeah. we're more realistic about our... We're more realistic about our religion than I think they... I know you're whining about that 39% about science, but I'm going to take up as the anti-science guy around here. <laughs> we're more realistic about the history of Christianity than the atheist and agnostic bunch are about the history of science and how much harm it's done. So I'm going to, I'm going to take up We're that just shows how much more. Now, if, we now if we're including afterlife considerations, then it's done infinitely more, more good. Right. The whole Velotiers thing. And then finally, um, but I do like the fact that there are a large number of atheists, the 21% who don't believe that science can explain everything. Well done. First, those are the what I would call open-minded atheists, who aren't into scientism, right? Because that just because that's a self-refuting position anyway. Because you can't prove that from science, right? Mm-hmm. This idea that science can uh, explain everything, uh, and then we the thing ends with morality. And if you pull up 
the article, you might want to read that for context. Uh, okay. On, on How do nuns think about morality? 83% of nuns say desire to not hurt people, key to deciding right from wrong. The vast majority of nuns say it is possible to be moral and have good values without believing in God. Most religiously affiliated people agree, though by a smaller margin. Yeah, uh, barely smaller. When asked how they decided between right and wrong, 83% of nuns say they desire to avoid hurting other people, and that's a key factor. And 82% of nuns say logic and reason are extremely or very important when they decide between right and wrong. Much of the analysis in this report comes from a Pew Research survey conducted uh, July 31st to August 6th, 2023, among 11,000 respondents who are That's a better sample than we get for our political polls. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, so pull up the morality thing, though, because what's interesting is um, the the comparison... Um, yeah? The comparison between the nuns versus the... Um, Not that one. There was the no. other one. Sorry. Um, How dare you, sir? I know. That's awful. But, yeah, I mean... The, Morality. There should Morality be... Morality, too? Yeah. Morality, too. So, like I said, for, for religiously affiliated people, 65%, which means 45% of religiously affiliated people don't consider their religious beliefs a factor in deciding between right and wrong. That's right. Wow. More religiously affiliated people think the way they were raised is more of a deciding factor than their own beliefs. And this this ethic of uh, as long as you don't hurt anyone else, it's okay to do it. 82% of religiously affiliated people, which is one percentage point fewer than the nuns, right? Logic of reason, um... 82 to 79%, right? They feel good when they choose the right thing. 69% of nuns versus 78%. And I wonder if that's because, like, religiously affiliated Christians, for example, believe, you know, that, that you do receive rewards in heaven for, for your good works or whatever, and Catholics believe that. Um, wanting to avoid punishment or stay out of trouble, um, that's a stronger pull for religiously affiliated people than non-religious so 60% of them think that's a factor, so 40% don't consider that uh, as high up there. So I, I think that, like I said, there's good news and bad news for Christians even in all of this. Yeah. And so if you're interested in counter-evangelism, um, I don't know, one in five atheists but believe it's, in— But it needs to be said about this. As I'm listening to this, I'm looking and I'm going, oh, where did your thing go again? Uh, to, uh, I don't know, you killed it. Not yeah, me. but I needed to say something about this. Here, look. <clears throat> look at this. So let's walk through these. They don't want to hurt people. Okay? Logic and reason. Okay, now, here's what I'm thinking as I'm going through this. As a Christian who, yes, my religious beliefs are part of this, w could I also affirm these other things as true? Okay. Well, that's why the percentages overlap. Right, right. They don't want to hurt people. Yeah, I don't want to hurt people. That's a good reason to be moral. Logic and reason. Yes, I reason uh, what would be the most moral thing in a particular situation. I feel good when I choose the right thing. Yeah, I do. They want to stay, I want to stay out of trouble. I do want to stay out of trouble the way they were raised. I, I am thinking about the way I was raised. They believe what goes around comes around. Now, there, we believe in grace as opposed <laughs> to karma. 
Right. And that needs to be an important but distinction. But 52% of religiously affiliated people, yeah. more like, so than the nuns, Just like 52% of Southern Baptists sitting in a pew while their pastor is preaching on eternal security secretly think because they watched porn the night before, they have lost their salvation. Because despite what you're being told, the experience of it can drive you into a state of confusion. About well, okay, so 52% believe in what goes around comes around. Now... That could mean from a Christian, if you want to try to be fair, I'm, I'm trying to be unfair and <laughs> cast this in the least charitable light possible. But to be fair, a Christian could, could interpret that, well, God disciplines those he, he loves. So if I sin, you know, but you, that's a stretch of what goes around, comes around, because that's what they were asked. Oh, right. Yeah. And that's what they were asked, that and that's probably, how they responded. The, the average person, without further clarification, would think, that they're talking about something like karma. Right. And yeah. so it, more than half of the religiously affiliated people, the largest majority of whom are Christian, are they factor, I don't want to do this thing because karma's part of it. Yeah, if I do that, something bad's going to happen to me. And we do, like you just said, we do think karmically whenever, as Christians sometimes, even though we know that when any particular instance of evil happen, or suffering happens in our lives, we we can't necessarily know that that thing is because God is disciplining us for something, but we all tend to feel that way. We're like, oh, what did I do wrong here that God's met? Even, even though you have a book like Job in the Bible, every Christian still tends to at times in their life think, I must have done something to tick God off, that this has happened to me now, you know? But we don't have karma. We have grace, and praise God for that. Yeah, praise God for God's grace. And um, a lot of Christians are talking to their magic rocks just like it's <laughs> A lot. Yeah, it was a lot. I mean, more than you. Th Sarah Jane. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah Jane. Yeah, we need to have her on Trinity Radio. Uh, I will never forget her name as soon as she's a guest. But until you've been a guest, you know, you're in the same category as my kids. I'm, I'm likely to forget your name on occasion. Um, I want to hear yeah, I, I'm help. interested in the New Age stuff, too, because if you look at this, even atheists are into the New Age scene, mm. along with all the nuns. Mm. This New Age stuff is big because... But but if you're a Christian and you don't just assume that any atheist or agnostic or non affiliated is not don't you can't even assume that an atheist doesn't consider himself spiritual and you <laughs> right. and you can have a whole conversation about okay what does that mean and what is the grounding of this in a non natural uh, you know if it's not naturalism and it's not a creator god what is it mm -hmm. and then you can unpack that with them. Uh, so you can't just make assumptions about atheists, agnostics, or just the nothing in particular people. Um, what was her name? That that Sarah Jane. And Derek says Sarah wrote a book too. Yeah, well, she needs to come on Trinity Radio and promote it because a lot of see a lot of Christians in our audience are interested in this new agey stuff too. Yeah. Honestly, I, atheist does not believe in karma, but believes it might be a good thing to act as if it's true. But, see, you are being honest, honestly, atheist, because I would expect to hear many atheists online say something like, well, I'd, I'd just be good because that's what you should do, and you Christians are the ones who have to believe in that God's going to thump you or else you won't act right. So if that's what you need to keep you from doing all the bad stuff, then you just go on and believe it in God. But I just believe you should be good just for goodness sakes, basically. And, honestly, atheist is, recognizes that not everyone always is good for goodness sakes. So as an atheist, he's like, the best I can do is might as well believe karma's true or act as if it's true. Have you ever found yourself answering <clears throat> poll questions honestly? 
Like I do every time. Like so, fitness FAQs had a poll: Can you do a handstand push-up? I, I mean, yeah. I was like, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you want to say, yeah, I can do that. But remember, the last time I tried, I came on Trinity Radio with a shiner on my head when I collapsed. So I know I can't. So I think people, and it got me thinking. You know, I do that a lot. I, even if I don't. What's up, the point you're making? The point is people answer honestly, and so. Oh. It got me thinking about honestly atheists. He's probably being honest with us. Yeah. But if one in five atheists are going to say that they believe they're spiritual, if two in ten, and and how many believe that animals? And you, yeah, thirty-three percent. Thirty-three percent. Yeah. And if, that means the atheist. You're there's a one in three chance if you meet an atheist out there that it is at least definitely not the R and raw Matt Dillahunty type naturalistic atheist. Yeah. Right. And if if you keep coming across it, well, that ain't me. Some of them are lying. Some <laughs> well, of we them could are. just be getting the ones that are that hardcore. Well, yeah, I mean, but but like I said, I don't know. You're we, saying you think there's a number of atheists who are spiritual and they know that it's not cool. And so, but they're just, I'm not going to tell anybody I'm kind of being spiritual. Right. Because they think, I don't the, think so. They think, because well, I think they think the way we think that this is just something people say, so they don't sound like, yeah, that's what I like an empty happens. shell. I don't want to sound like or, an NPC. Or I, I could honestly atheist. <laughs> I'll be an honest theist here. Honestly, what it could be is just people who maybe enjoy doing some, Meditation, some stretching. No, but it, some, it, goes, it goes into and that then too. It gets into some sp- yoga, and, they, and I'm spiritual. I'm, I'm, and I'm focused on good thoughts. And I'm, there's a graph on that. that some health, help. I mean, yeah, yoga. Some of them talk about yoga yeah. to to get in touch with their inner spiritual. Self. I mean, but there's a breakdown on all of that, and that's what I'm telling you. I mean, we don't have time to look at everything possible. But I mean, and this is an important thing. Like this person says, I argued with someone who claimed to be an atheist and eventually realized they believed in demonology, demonolatry. It was a very facepalm moment. I don't uh, believe most atheists are like that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that is true. Like if you watch any of these, if you if you talk to teenagers, for example, or young college students, or if you watch any of these shows, like a lot of apologists have been on this show, whatever the show where the, it's a dating podcast, but they'll have like Trent Horn on there or somebody come on and debate basically uh, somebody. But if you listen to the guests there answer these questions that some of them have never thought about these things for more than five seconds and, and they would say they're an atheist, but then later in the conversation, they might well say, Oh no, but in my grandma's house, there's demons back there. I know there's demons. You know that, that I don't, the, the level of consistency that we try to, as people who are probably listening right now, and of course those, me and Jonathan, we think about our worldview a lot, and we think about where there might be conflict, because it's actually an important thing for us specifically that we keep all of that stuff categorized right, and that we keep all that parsed out, because part of what we're concerned with as a part of our personality and even as a hobby is to keep our worldview consistent and look yeah. at where it's not and figure that out. I can't. Where the re- average person yeah. out there isn't thinking like that. Was it? We we've done a show in the past. I can't remember if it was Pew or Gallup that some atheists do believe in God, some atheists do believe in heaven. Yeah, I mean, so which is a contradiction. Okay, but um, like I said, they, they, I'm an atheist. I believe in God. I believe. In <laughs> I mean, heaven. the answer there is no. You don't. <laughs> Either you're not an atheist right. or you don't right. believe so, in God, I mean, but both can't be true. Going back to that, I don't know how much tightening up on beliefs it is. So when this says that 13% of nuns believe 
in the God of the Bible, I'm not saying we can't say that the 37% that are agnostic or atheists aren't part of the 13% of nuns because you can't say that 0% of that 13% mm -hmm. are atheists, identified as atheists on mm -hmm. that because we've seen that before. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, you never know. Now, and I think honestly, atheist is kind of saying maybe on my last paragraph where I described what I think maybe the average person watching whatever yeah. is saying, he thinks that is correct, I think. But Keanu Reeves is my Jesus says, why can't you believe in demons as an atheist? Well, you can. It's just that uh, that sits very oddly. And I would like to hear your explanation for that. Yes, I would like to yeah. know the grounding for these. Um, and the type of person I'm describing is the type of person that's wearing a cross, and it's Christianity, because if any of it's true, it's probably Christianity. Well, it goes back yeah. to the conversation about what are aliens. Right? What are aliens? Go back to last week's last show. Last week's episode. I mean, and please do go back to last week's episode. Yeah. It didn't do very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot to learn in this. I, you know, I, This came across my desk, came onto my radar. There's a lot to learn for both Christians and atheists. If you are an apologist or a, a Christian who's interested in theology, like a theology geek or something like that, you really need to get to work in your church um, and talk to people about doctrine, talk to people about belief. Uh, their beliefs about some of these issues because you have people in your church who believe in magic rocks. Just like atheists. You have atheists who believe in Now, you might be an atheist who doesn't care if you're one of these counter-evangelists, but at the same time, you can't speak for atheists. Like you say all that all the time, you can't speak for all atheists. So don't get mad at us if we talk about atheists who believe in the God of the Bible and magic rocks. Okay? Or you go tighten up your people. Now, now, Pritchett. But yeah, Christians, we can have a lot of fun at some of this data but we also have to recognize that there's a lot of issues in the church. It reminds me of the state of the church life, Lifeway does, where it talks about where church's knowledge of the Bible and theology is kind oh, of. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got, it looks like everyone's got their own work cut out for them. Well, Derek says here as we close the stream, I'm going to talk to my church about an apologetics class. Amen. Tonight, Derek, I'm going to be teaching my core facts class at One Life Church in Evansville, Indiana. You're all, the whole stream, all invited. Just come, just show up. It's going to be at 6.30 to 8 at One Life East. Or you can go to One, my no, class. No, at West. Right? And Jonathan is going to be yeah. at East teaching also in our church about hermeneutics. Nah, New Testament backgrounds. Yeah, so like we're actually doing church stuff. Yeah. And we don't want to get paid for doing church stuff. So you do church stuff too and follow Derek's lead. That's and with that... We'll see you next time on Trinity Radio.